the Holy Gospel, according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus answered Judas, not Iscariot. Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send me and who the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. have a question for you. What is your favorite part about home? What's your favorite part about home? Playing on your tablet, doing computer, and doing TV. Awesome. (laughs) There are no wrong answers here. What's your favorite part of home? Yeah. You get to be together with your family. You get to be together with your family. Yeah. Nice. What are some other favorite parts of home? Yeah. Video games. Video games. Reading. You kind of get to do some fun stuff. Play in your room and clean up your toys, huh? Nice. Ava. Your bedroom. It's kind of your own little space, isn't it? You like to jump, huh? Yeah. I think home, what I'm hearing from you, that is, you like doing the fun things And you like being with the fun people and the people that you love, right? You like being home, don't you? Now it's fun to go out and it's fun to see things, but it's fun to come home too. This week, this week, we have a really cool little line in the story that we read from the Bible. 
And that's when Jesus says that even though Jesus isn't here anymore, we can't see Jesus with us, that he's going to send a Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit, what we mean by that, is God that we cannot see. God is going to come to us, and God's going to, and listen here, can you point to your ears so I know you're listening? God's going to make a home with us. Now, I think that when, when Jesus is talking about God making a home with us, it's really kind of similar to the things that we experience in our own homes. Now, it's not all video games and, and things like that, but it is about God living with us every day, and it's about God caring for us, and it's about God thinking about us. Yes. Time out. Is it about these three things? Okay. Then I am going to keep talking, okay? Okay. Can you put up your fingers each time I name one of these? One. God living with us. Two. God caring for us. Three. God thinking about us every day. God living with us, God caring for us, God thinking about us every day. I think that's what God's talking about when Jesus says God will make a home with us. Did you know that you can find reminders of God in your home already right now? Did you know that? I'll give you two places. You can see the you can be reminded of God in your home. The first one is a bath. Do you ever take a bath? Yes. Well, right here in the church, we have our own fancy bath. Now, it's not as big as a bathtub. But this is where we have that bath that God tells us that we are loved forever. And here in a few moments, we're going to bring Alice up and we're going to pour water on her head. And we're going to baptize her in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that will forever mean that God loves her. Every time you see a bath at your home, remember that God loves you. And another place, I'm going to walk up here, and I rarely do. This is our fancy, fancy, fancy table. Do you ever eat at a table? Yeah. This is a table. And oftentimes we use this table over here for communion. Every time you see a table, every time you see this table, this is God's way of saying that God loves you and God makes a home with you and God lives with you, cares about you, and always thinks of you every day. So this week, whenever you go home and whenever you see a bath or a table, I want you to remember that God lives with you, that God cares for you, and that God thinks about you every day. Does that make sense? Good. Shall we say a prayer? Let us pray. God, we're very, very thankful. We're thankful for our homes. And we're thankful for the way that you make a home with us. Every time we see a bath or a table, help us to remember that you love us.
And whenever we're in our homes, wherever home might be, help us to remember that you, you live with us, you care for us, and you think about us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus. Amen. I have a question for you. How do you know when you're home? How do you know when you're home? can't hear you. <laughs> when you take a huge sigh, you kind of, you breathe and it's like all that stuff from everywhere else can just kind of fall off. I remember that feeling as a kid. It was throwing down my backpack, right? And I still have that feeling even if I don't carry a backpack. You come home and it's like throwing down your backpack. You feel safe. In the best of circumstances, our homes help us Find a sense of safety, security. We can be at ease. How else do you know your home? You're surrounded by your family and your pets, did you say? And your pets. Yeah. There's certain noises you associate with coming home, right? Whether it's the creaking of a door or it's, you know, the jangling of the pet's collars as they run towards you or it's greetings from folks. You have the people and the ones that you love. Again, I believe that when God talks about making a home with us, that God's talking about making a home in the way that we know it. I looked up the Greek earlier uh, this week. Haven't done that in a while. And that, that real word is a verb. And it, it's simply, it's not talking about house versus home. It is talking about God will take up residence with us. But I think even at that time, they understood that when you took up residence someone, when you made that permanent decision to live together with those people, eventually it became home. Eventually it becomes the place where you sigh gratefully. Eventually it becomes that place where we look forward to being, the place where our loved ones are. And these are all in the best of times. I also recognize that for many of us, if not all of us from time to time, home isn't where these things are. Home can be a place of struggle. And home can be a place of want. And home can be a place where we are reminded that the loved ones are not 
where they once were. And so when we talk today about God making a home with us, we're talking about God making a place that our hearts often ache for. A place where these things are done and done well. Not just mirrors of our earthly understandings. I believe this is important. It is important for you and for me and for the disciples because I ache for something different. I ache quite often for an experience of this life where things go well. I ache quite often for an experience of this life where community is deep and flourishing. I ache quite often for an experience of this life where I am at rest, where I am secure, where I am not anxious or worried or afraid, where I'm not angry or frustrated. I ache for the things of home. And God in this moment says to us and to the disciples who are about to experience the cross, don't worry. I am going to send the Spirit. I'm going to send the God that we cannot see, but certainly affects us. I'm going to send this for this particular purpose, to make the things that you ache for, to make a home with you. Oftentimes we talk about the kingdom of God and God establishing the kingdom of God with us and among us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In light of this text, I wonder what it would look like for us to try on home instead. For God to create the home of God with us. For God to create the home of heaven among us. For God to create that place and that experience that we ache for among us. And not just for us, but for the whole world. What would it look like for the world to be a home? What would it look like for God to create home? Thy home come. Homecoming. Thy will be done on earth as it is in your home. Today, waters will wash over Alice. And we will make the promises that have been made over each one of us. That God will live with her. That God will care for her. And that God will think about her every day. But we'll also make a promise to each one of us that there will be a home created for Alice and for us all where we do feel the things that our hearts ache for and we do feel and experience the things that God yearns for us to have. And in these waters, we will once again be reminded that our homecoming is indeed about to happen, that we are not forever stuck in a place of aching, that for Alice and for us all, the Holy Spirit is sent to us to guide us and to help us and to create home with us.
So I want you to do the same this week. I want you to look at your bath and at your table. I want you to look at your home. I want you to remember or to recognize in the current moment the good things that God has been able to do there. I want you to give thanks for it. I want you to know that that's a foretaste. That that's a prediction of what's to come. In your homes, in your lives, and in everything else, may the Holy Spirit be with you and create among you these places. Amen.